Married with mouse ears. 29. Yes. This is it. Yes. Disappear, disappear. <laughs> disappear. What? You want to make us disappear? No, just kidding. Just kidding. That's mean. I want to make all the haters disappear. Haters, yeah, back off. Something What's- like that. Tank tops and flip flops. Yeah. Tank tops. And now we're talking Z. When I wish upon a star for that one special girl to take me on the ride to a whole new world under the sea of bare necessities. You've got a friend of me because I'm fun and fancy free. With you on my arm, people won't know what to do. Say, I want to be like you, bibbidi bobbidi boo. Like Woody and Jesse and Toy Story 2. Girl, I have your name written on the bottom of my shoe. Hello, and welcome to episode 29 of Married with Mouse Ears. I am one of your hosts, Michael Agnew. I'm your other host, Zara Agnew. And we are back from the Disney paradise. We wish we weren't, though. Yeah, no. If we could spend every day at Disney World. See, that's the thing about going to Disney, is it just makes you more sad whenever you have to come back to reality. But in the moment, you're so happy. Oh, man. Oh, it's beautiful. So happy. It's beautiful. All right. So we are... A married couple from Dallas, Texas. Yeah, we are. And maybe we have some new listeners out there. So if you're new, yay, shout out to you. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for being a new fan. Maybe you saw us on Instagram. We posted a whole bunch this week. And that's something we're trying to get into more is just um, regular posting, just kind of showing our love for Disney and talking about sharing some of our um, pictures we took over the trip. And so I took so many pictures. So many. Just get ready to be bombarded. We were walking with the whole like family crowd, and I would by far be the last one. And Zara would get so frustrated because well, I was just like snapping pics like lost. left and right. Yeah, I didn't want you to like get lost. Yeah, and get lost get... in those crazy spring break crowds. It was so crazy. So if you're listening for this first time, uh, we're just a couple who started this podcast because we love Disney and we love to talk about it. Yeah. And we thought it would be fun to share our love with the world. And now that we just got back from Disney World. Our love is so much stronger for each other and for Disney World. True. A very long road trip to Florida from Texas will do that to you. Exactly. Which we will get more into the road trip and all of the details coming up soon. Yeah. So for this week and for next week, we will we'll be doing a trip recap episode. But first, um, we have been trying to figure out ways where, where we can connect with our audience, with you people listening to this podcast, because I look at the numbers every single week, and I know that there are lots of people listening. And so I was trying to do iTunes review, and I'm just just being real. Apple Podcasts and iTunes is so hard to leave a review. Your mom tried, and for like 10 minutes, she was just like texting us trying to figure out how to do it. And I understand that that's confusing, and iTunes is just dumb. So Here is what we are doing. Just any communication, like DM us on Instagram, because that's honestly our main social media. But you can DM us, you can... Comment. Yeah, you can comment, you can leave a a review. You can Um, do Facebook. Yeah. Anything, right? Yeah, just anything. So for this week, shout out to Emerson Palazzo. Um, She messaged me and she was talking about how she was listening to our Disney Sidekick podcast. And she said... Why LeFou? So she was like halfway through this episode and she's like, wait, why isn't LeFou like one of your first go-to people for the Disney sidekicks? And I'm like, guess what? We actually have a Disney henchman episode like five or six episodes later and we talk quite in depth about LeFou. Because you're a sidekick if you're partnered with the hero, but you're a henchman if you're partnered with the villain. Yes, or at least that's how we differentiated because there's so many classic like sidekicks or like the second person that we needed to differentiate between heroes and villains. Mm -hmm. So shout out to Emerson one, just for reaching out and like, Hey, going in depth and for, Hey, wanting to clarify on some questions. Cause I'm just being real. Sometimes we say crazy things. Mm -hmm. Sometimes Mm -hmm. in our rankings, you might just not agree. Like I like splash mountain as the number one ride at Disney world. That might just confuse you. Let me know. DM me. Tell me that my ideas are dumb. Comment on our on our post or on Facebook. Um, I like I comment like I posted something about the Liberty Tree Tavern, and I'm like, who here else just loves this? And two people were like, yo, 
every single time. Or on Facebook, uh, Derek Brady just like went like way just like way in depth about his love for the Liberty Tree oh Tavern. Oh my gosh, I'll have to look for that. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. So the more that we were around at Disney World, the more excited we are that we get to do this podcast and talk about it. And yeah, so I know that there are people listening. So so let us know like if you enjoy it or if there are topics that you want us to talk about. Or, or open to ideas. Lots of ideas because we are hoping to continue this for a while. Forever. And so we need good ideas and good things to talk about. Totally. All right. So like Michael said, this week we are doing part one of our Disney World spring break trip recap. So let's kick it off. So we left for this trip. After church on Sunday, we didn't make a whole lot of stops because we're not, we just wanted to get there. So we're not the stopping type. Zara literally wouldn't have stopped the whole way. She is like, has this superhuman power about not going to the restroom. Seriously, like every, every like three hours I needed to stop. And, and eventually we stop at Wendy's for, for, for dinner on Sunday night. We have been driving for eight, nine hours. And Zara goes, yeah, this is the first time that I've been to the bathroom since like we left church. Well, my mind was blown. It helps when you never drink any liquids. That's true. And I was pumping my my body full of coffee and caffeine to keep me awake during this ride. hundred percent. Did we listen to any, we did listen to podcasts, didn't we? We listened to a ton of podcasts, some random Disney ones. Well, yeah, so um, not that I want you to stop listening to our podcast, but there are some other like great podcasts that we love listening to. Probably my favorite one is The Disney Dish. With, we listen to that one the most. With Lynn Testa and, uh, Jim, Hill. and Jim Hill. There's like a ton of history that they talk about. Mm-hmm. So they'll do like a three-part podcast just on the history of Fantasmic. Mm-hmm. And it's an, an hour and, and a half of how Fantasmic came to be at the parks and, and about Fantasia, the movie and Sorcerer Mickey and how back in like the 60s at Disneyland, they did their first like on the water with fire type of outside yeah. show. They um, do their research. Yo, Jim Hill is a Disney nerd to the max. They also do on their same feed some like Marvel episodes as well. Yes. So if you're really interested in how Disney is connected with Marvel and all the Marvel Which news. I'm always quite impressed whenever you are able to like stay through those. No, it's still interesting. Because I obviously love Marvel. Um, I'm, I am actually hoping that we are going to back home or at least back to my home in Houston for Astro's opening day slash your birthday. Mm-hmm. Same day, same thing. My brother Nathan, this would be a great time to get all of his hot takes Ooh. on the Marvel Universe before Infinity Wars comes out in the end of April. Ooh. And if you listen to our Star Wars Last Jedi recap, my brother Nathan ha- has a lot of opinions on a lot of things. Mm. And so he's a good resource for all things Marvel. He definitely is. So we tried to do pretty much the bulk of our driving on the way there on Sunday. And so we finally decided we were getting kind of close, decided to stop and spend the night in a town called Crestview, which is just north of Destin. Yeah, so it's, it's kind like of on the route. North, yeah, north of Destin. Yeah. So we, we, we made it pretty far the first day. Yeah. We drove like 11 or 12 hours. Yeah. It was pretty pretty sweet. It was long. Um, d- we had no hotel reservations because we didn't know like when, how far, yeah. how long we we would drive or or where we would stop. Um, yeah, I was able to drive the whole twelve the whole twelve hours. I have found out that I actually enjoy driving mostly because I just enjoy listening to podcasts and mm-hmm, music. Mm-hmm. And driving allows me to do that without feeling guilty that I'm just like wasting a lot of time because I'm literally just driving. So that was glorious. So about an hour out of Crestview, um, that was whenever I kind of realized that that's whenever we should stop. So I enlisted Zara to go on the Hotel Tonight app. Zara, tell us about that app. Um, this is not sponsored. Uh, we No, it's not. But we if hear they want about to. it on Juliet Lippman's podcast. Yes. Um, and it was pretty easy to use, but they don't show you, they just show you like the best of deals. Basically. They don't show you like every hotel in the area you're searching. Yeah. Um, but we just saw one. It was cheap. 
It got good reviews. Boom. Booked it. It was all done. Well, yeah. So the whole point of the app is for is for people like us who are just driving and being spontaneous and don't have plans. Mm-hmm. So I know that for some people, uh, I just took this Enneagram test. And so for t- and so for for some people, you know, those like type one the type plan people, ahead people that like to plan. Um, this might not be for for you, but I am a type nine, a peacemaker, and I am cool, you know, just going with the flow. Um, and so we just kind of just didn't have any reservations about an hour out. Zara checked this sweet app. We got to the place around like ten thirty. The dude checked us in. And it was super easy. We then wake up at like six thirty seven that next day to drive out, and it's the same dude who checked us in. <laughs> it was so at, funny at eleven. We're like, wait, what? You're back? And He's like, yep, I went home, went to sleeping, came back bright and early. And he started laughing just at our dedication. We're like, we're leaving, we're going to Disney. Exactly. Yeah, we were all decked out like in our Disney apparel. That was great. We were ready. For the trip. I was actually wearing my new Violet Lemonade t-shirt from Oh Yeah Apparel. You that were? was exciting. Yes, correct. That was so cute. So, like Michael said, we left pretty early, but it still took us about like five, five and a half hours to get to Disney World. Yeah. So, we didn't get there till like... So, for those of you at home who, who are doing quick math, yes, that's like a 15 or 16 hour drive. Wretched. Wretched. But we did it. And the reason that we drove was because plane tickets for round trip during spring break, which is so bonkers, um, is like 550 to 600 bucks a pop. Mm-hmm. And, and those are like the cheaper ones that you do from Spirit. It's not even like I'm flying in luxury or anything. That's like me having my kneecaps touch the seat in front of me type situation. And paying for your luggage. And hardly having I- any air condition blowing on you. Wretched. Yikes. So bad. No peanuts. So bad. No, no peanuts. No pretzels. No snacks. No nothing. Nothing. That's, that's the bare minimum flight. All right, so we get there like mid-afternoon, and we go straight to our resort, which was the Caribbean Beach Resort, and we had literally never been to this resort before. Our first time. So we didn't know what to expect, but we drive up, a little security guard buzzes us through. Uh, We get to the lobby, and we see a minivan first thing. Yo, yeah, in the wild. It was just sitting there. There's probably somebody in it, and it was awkward because I took a picture of it, but it was yeah, fine. You 100% but did take a looked, picture, and there 100% was a person in there. Oh, whatever. It looks really cute, and I just wanted to take a picture of it. And so we walk into the lobby. The lobby smells so good. Yo. It was, like, I'm, tropical. I'm not really, like, a smell guy. You are. Maybe you've changed me with all of your love for candles. Yes, I have. I know I have. You probably have. I know it. But, yeah, I actually stepped into this place, and I was like, yo. This smells better than that apple pie and Philhar Magic. Oh, yeah. Well, it was like all tropical, like coconut, pineapple is how I would describe it. Like it smelled delicious. It was very good. I want that in a candle, which I'm sure they make out there in the world. Well, yeah. So the Caribbean Beach Resort is a humongous resort. It's so big. Like I think it's like around like a lake. Yes, it definitely is. So it's kind of like a circle. Yeah. Um, And so we obviously had never stayed there. They are doing a lot of remodeling for this resort. So they are adding a DVC um, area to it, which is Disney Vacation Club. And they're changing up the dining as well to like run – Get it up to date and more current. And and they're also adding a station for the new Skyliner oh, yeah. gondolas there. Oh, so, so there cool. is a ton. Which honestly, which th- who knows? Maybe we'll stay there in the future again because yeah, sure. that would be cool to sure. be like right there. Yeah. Which honestly, a lot of Disney World had a lot of construction go. So on. much right now. Um, they're getting ready for the fiftieth anniversary. Well, yeah. So the fiftieth anniversary is when like twenty twenty two, twenty twenty one. Okay. Yeah. So years. yeah. So, but we'll we'll talk more about construction later. So, if you are l- listening to us, just know Caribbean Beach is going through com- some construction. It was cheaper because they are going through that, so that's why I was able to book it. Yeah. Um, and it was fine. I mean, we weren't in our room a whole ton, so it didn't like bother us yeah. or anything. Well, and plus the place is is so big; they are building like whole new. Yeah. Like I mean, like condo hotel areas Mm -hmm. and we couldn't hear any of the construction noise well i'm sure they didn't do it like during waking or sleeping hours probably did it when we were in the park but yeah it was it was fine yeah so we get checked in and they offer us a option that is if we forego like maid service cleaning 
room service every day that they would offer us a $30 gift card, which we look at each other. We're like, yeah, we don't need that. Let's get the gift sure. card so we can buy more souvenirs or more food. Or so something. it's not $30 a day. It's just $30 yes, in general. In general, like it, it at one time. But it was still worth it. Yeah, totally worth it. Like we didn't need new towels or anything. Well, yeah, it's like fine. it's just us two. So it's yeah. not like we had kids. It's not right. like. We're using a ton it's of It's not towels. even like we make our bed at home anyway. So, totally. We so, don't do that. So we just get home and, it, and it's just like normal. We're pretty chill. Yeah. So that was an interesting addition. And we get all checked in and he tells us where our room is, gives us a map. Um, I wanted to go ahead and buy one of those reusable travel mugs. So you use them at all the resorts and it has like a chip in the bottom of it basically. Somehow. And it recognizes that – so if you were at a resort, the, the food court for us wasn't open because um, of the construction. But at a normal resort, you would be able to go up to the food court and just, like, stick it up there and get soda or coffee or hot chocolate. My family really likes to go at night and get hot chocolate. Yeah. But there was a Coke, like, freestyle station, like, right around the corner from our room, which was right great. Right around the so corner. So we got, like, Coke every morning or sometimes at night, too. So, yeah, you just walk up and put your cup under and then get – it, like, recognizes that your cup because is there. Because Disney just loves tracking things. Oh, my gosh, they do. It's so crazy. With the magic bands, with these cups, with our apps. I just needed another travel mug, too. And they're pretty cute. They have, like, the yeah. characters on them and, like, different colored lids and everything. So we got that first thing, my first souvenir. And that lobby – it's not very grand because it's pretty small because literally that's all that's there is like a lobby. They have a very small gift shop area. Like mm-hmm. literally it was just like two stands of the mugs and some snacks and like you could get bottled sodas. Um, because all of the other – because the places that you stay, the actual hotel areas, which there was one – there was Jamaica. We stayed in Trinidad, Trinidad North. North. There's also Trinidad South. There's, there's like five different resorts. There's like Montego areas. Bay. Yeah. There's um, the Royal Port, and there's even mm-hmm. more. Yeah. So there's like five or six different areas that mm-hmm. you stay at, mm-hmm. and they have their own bus stop. Um, well, not every single one has a bus stop. Pretty much everyone does, yeah. I think. But so that's the the place where you check in. That's not where like the main dining area is, Correct. or where the pools are, or anything. So other resorts like have restaurants connected to the lobby and maybe even their like main um, cafeteria restaurant. But basically you can only access this like lobby either by your personal car or by like a Disney inter inter resort bus basically. Well, yeah. So they have their own, yeah, like bus, like charter buses that will drive you Mm -hmm. and drop you off at your different area. Yeah. Yeah. So since we took our car, we just drove right up checked in and then we drove um to our room and we found it pretty easy parked found our room yeah just kind of basically dropped off our stuff and saw how our room looked it looked very nice um the the entrance is outside and you just walk in and you have a bed you have a table you have a tv and you have a bathroom with two sinks and there are yeah like these big giant doors like barn doors that basically open up into into your bathroom mm-hmm. so yeah like the room itself not very fancy i mean it's but just I like lightly like, themed like tropical themes yeah, like not I, over the top i or anything. did like the addition of those doors though yeah it was kind of cool um we didn't really shut them at all but they look no. they look nice but they at least yeah like look cool so we dropped off our stuff got ready to go and hopped on a bus to epcot wait but first what you forgot about the pins Oh, yeah. When we walked in there on just sitting on the table when we walked in was a nice little card that said, sorry, we're like undergoing construction right now. Please enjoy these pins um, because, you know, because just to make up for you it. You know basically. how much Disney just loves those trading pins. So we basically got some, three free pins. We got three free trading pins that are like Caribbean beach. Yeah. It was like some exclusives. of the characters with like little snorkeling gear or yeah. whatever. It was pretty cute. So it was exciting. Hit me up anytime on, you get something free hit at Disney me up on on Instagram if you want a, a connection on those Disney pins. Oh gosh, no, you want to keep them? They're so cute. Okay, you're right. Forget you're it. You're right. Don't ne- hit them up. Never mind. I am rescinding. Take it all my, back. I'm rescinding my offer. Take it all back. The sad thing. So growing up, 
we, I, I obviously, yeah, I went to Disney World every single year. My parents would buy me two or three pins. I've never done pins. My Hunter has done pins. Yeah. And he probably has a ton and he, I never see him wear them ever, but I've never done them. Well, back in like the nineties, like early two thousands, it's not like Disney had a ton of just collectible merch stuff or maybe as a kid, as a kid, pins just seemed like the number one thing to get. So I would get a few, and I had this Astros baseball hat Ooh. that I would put all of my pins on. Interesting. And I'm sh- I'm sure that I, that I looked really dumb, but I just thought I was cool. Nah, you and, were cool. And, and I lost that hat. Oh, that's horrible. And I have like 20 legit pins on that hat. Say every pen costs $10, I, yeah. which you know it probably does. That's $200. Yeah, that's $200. Plus the cost of the hat. I don't know where it is. It's very, very sad. Wow. Maybe your parents know. Maybe it's like buried somewhere in your I'm, house. Seriously? Maybe they'll find it now that like all of y'all have left. Maybe. And it'll be unearthed. That that would be awesome. Underneath the floorboards. That would boards. be awesome. All right. So we go to Epcot. I feel like the bus was pretty fast. Um, we didn't have to wait very yeah. long. Which is one of the great things. So Disney recently, past two years or so, they started doing this where they have these big screens that show you when oh, well, those the are awesome. buses for each park will be coming. At every single bus stop. It's so great. They're like, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, 305, 325. You know, like, it's yeah. supposed to be like about every 20 minutes. Um, but yeah, knowing the time is kind of nice. We're like, like, like to know if you just missed it or if you yeah. have time to run back to your room and get your sunglasses or whatever. Well, yeah, exactly. Like people like love hating on the Disney transportation system. It's pretty good. And while, yeah, while it's not perfect and while there are times whenever you can w- have to be waiting for 20 plus minutes for a bus, the screens help you. Mm-hmm. Because if I know, oh, I have to wait here for like 20 minutes, I'll just play. I'll yeah. be, I'll like play some Eat Zoom a snack, or, like put on sunscreen, yeah. like, you know, yeah. just take e- your time. Exactly. So we get there and we're all excited. We, we haven't had any lunch nothing. By, by the way. We, we woke had some up. desperate Starbucks. It took us so long to find a oh Starbucks. Oh my gosh. Florida just does not believe in Starbucks. On I, every corner. I guess. It was wild. So like we pass um, Tallahassee mm. and I was going to stop, but Zara was sleeping and I was like, oh, well, I'm sure that there will be one just because in Texas, like literally every, every exit, there is a Starbucks somewhere and it takes us an hour and 15 minutes <laughs> for another Starbucks to be on our oh, route. Oh God, it, it was, was so insane. Bad. So we were desperate. So our hotel had these tiny, tiny coffee cups. I don't even so get I had any because it was so early. cup of coffee. And that was not enough people. Yeah, not enough. So we just had some coffee and that was it. So anyway, we get to Epcot. We meet up with my mom and my aunt. We take some pictures of the cute topiaries right in front. Because it is Flower and Garden Festival time. It is, if you didn't know. So it's like Goofy and the gang, beautiful, huge topiaries. So I'm sure that we will post some pictures of some topiaries. So, So for those of you who were not able to experience it, you can see my beautiful iPhone 8 picture-taking skills. They all turned out so good. Yeah. Well, it's definitely not me. It's definitely just the iPhone. Yeah. So we meet up with my mom and my aunt. We take a really cute picture all together in front of Figment, a Figment topiary. Who has become like the icon for the Flower in Garden Festival. Yeah, he is. Yeah, for sure. So he was kind of um, in the middle of the park before you get to the countries, which was awesome. And so even on also on the sides... Kind of in that walkway before, right before, after Fisher Birth, before you go to the countries, there's like a bunch of um, merchandise kiosks and they have all sorts of flower and garden merchandise. And we like to look at those. There's like t shirts and like they really. Yo, they stepped up their game. Yeah, they did good. Like the t shirts were very cute. They even had like a jersey that was like a flower and garden festival jersey, Mm -hmm. Um, all sorts of like gardening accessories. Uh, Those jerseys are so in style. They're like I'm not so popular. To, um, I won't lie. Even though they're mostly like girly sorority jerseys, your boy bought one. It's so cute. It's like this. It's like, like black and gray. Yeah, it's this like acid wash, like or just gray, mean, like yeah. denim type thing. And I saw enough cool dudes around the parks wearing it you that can I pull felt it off. confident, like yeah. in my totally. manly skills to yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah, it's fine. I just wanted you know to. 
buy into the Disney culture. Yes. So then um, we were starving, basically. So we're like, okay, we need to eat something. Like right when you walk into the park, kind of where they have maps, they have these little flower and garden festival booklets, which tell you kind of about the festival, uh, what, you know, activities and things to do and see. They have, you know, special like playground set up and flower exhibits and, of course, all the topiaries. There's also a butterfly house set up. They do it every year just specifically for the festival. And then the main uh, thing that's who even cares about flowers. Well, my mom cares about flowers, but your mom deeply cares. That's like her number one favorite thing. But what it's really about is all the food kiosks that are throughout um, Epcot. And so in the booklet, it details every station basically and what they have at that station and then then there's also little stickers in it whoever came up with this idea like good job marketing team a plus for you because you have the list so you look through it all and some of them even have pictures and you just kind of plan like everything you want to eat you're like oh yep i want to try that 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 i want to try that it's kind of like the like adult version of that kim possible cell phone game yeah except with food and drinks except with food and drinks and all it's of so the adults good. just love it. You like it's got awesome. your little booklet. You put your stickers down. It's you so eat fun. some food. It's fan- it's fantastic. So I really wanted to try something. I feel like it's been on the menu for a few years, and I just hadn't gotten around to trying it. But it was a spicy pineapple hot dog from Pineapple Promenade. Um, basically, it's a hot dog with like grilled pineapple chunks on it, and you- then crushed up plantain chips as well. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know the plantain chips. So it had some kind of sauce that made it spicy. Yeah. But it was really good. Like, it was a, a normal-sized hot dog. I think it was, like, $5. So I felt like I got, like, a, a good bang for my buck on that. is too small for the prices. And that, the hot dog was a normal size. That so hot dog was, it wasn't, like, Yeah, it wasn't, like, price. a little appetizer hot dog. Like, yeah. it was, like, an actual food now, like something normal now i am definitely strongly anti pineapple on food i know you are you love pineapple pizza well, pineapple is my number one favorite fruit and so i like it cold i like it hot yeah i'll eat on pizza i'll eat in a salad like pretty yeah. much anyway see i on a hot dog it was great i loved it so if you're not afraid to eat fruit on your hot dog then i t- highly recommend it had enough spice uh, the sweetness from the pineapple, and how it was spicy too because of the, like whatever little spicy sauce they put on it, and the little crunchy chips. It was just a good hot dog, and I was like starving. So see, really I definitely enjoy pineapple mm-hmm. and pineapple flavors, I know. but pineapple on like a hot dog. I know. Give me some ketchup I and know. some relish. Uh, ew, gross. I know some. Yeah. And so then the other super important thing that I got at this, important. at this food kiosk was the frozen desert violet lemonade. And so this has also, since I guess since Pineapple Promenade has been open for a couple of years, has been on the menu. And I, again, just really? hadn't. Yeah. It's not oh. new. I just hadn't gotten around to getting it or I didn't really know it was such a trend until this year. Yo, such a trend. So I didn't really even know about it until I saw, oh yeah, Apparel post this like super cute t-shirt and it's purple, which is my number one favorite color. And it had this cute picture of lemonade on it. And I was like, oh my gosh. And Michael's like, you want this shirt? I was so confused. Seriously, we spent like weeks so many going over hours. All, all, all of these Planning, Disney like, apparel what online stores. Yeah. And Zaria probably has a list of like six or seven that she is like yeah. de- debating. And one day she's like, yep, I found it. And it's this random purple shirt with a picture of a frozen lemonade. And it I was, was so, cute. so confused. But then it made so much more sense whenever we check in at the beach and you get your mug the cast member checking you out looks at your shirt and and like comments and says how cute it is and then she's like i love that drink i can't wait to get one i'm like oh yeah i've never tried it but i'm gonna try it this trip and i just realized yeah that that was just a a level of disney trendy culture that i was Mm -hmm. just not privy to and you were yeah so so I guess this is like such a popular drink. People like take pictures of it and it just tastes really good. And when I was in line, like pretty much everyone else was getting one as well and they were all loving it. So it's like a pretty small cup, unfortunately. It it is pretty small. Of this, it's like a frozen kind of slushy consistency. And it comes with a little purple, like edible flower on top because it's the Flower and Garden Festival. But it is. A lemonade, but a very sweet lemonade. 
Um, I guess it kind of has like a floral taste. I don't know how to describe it, but it just tasted very sweet. And the lemon, honestly, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't sour at all. Not very lemony. It's just a very, and it's completely violet. Like it's a purple color. It has a purple flower on top. We posted pictures of this on our Instagram. So you can just like go, you can just go find that and like yeah. scroll down like 10, 12 pictures. It and was delicious. You will see Zara so. in her shirt and with her lemonade. Very refreshing. Um, I would for sure get it again if they have it next year. I really liked it. My family tried it and then they got one later in the trip because um, they liked it as well. Yeah. Then I just was so hungry. I just wanted something. And I read on the Disney Parks food blog in the comments that somebody really liked this Jamaican beef and rice meal Mm -hmm. so i went and got it it was delicious number one but it like wasn't it it was just like a normal meal like it wasn't like that fancy i think that well my mom i thought it was going to be better than what it was my mom wanted to go there and get something that had shrimp in it and then they were out of shrimp so she had to like give up and go to a different cart as well and then you were kind of had didn't have your heart set on anything so you're like let me just go get this and, and it, so it was good, right? Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah, it tasted very, very good. Um, but it wasn't like um, it was. So I tried taking like a picture of it and it just looked like a mush. Because <laughs> it's just like beef and, and I rice. And I was like, yeah, this isn't Instagram worthy, but it is taste bud worthy. So if you are debating on what to get, it was a plus thing to get. But I wish it was like three times bigger because... Um, you ate it and it probably wasn't. I ate it and fully I wanted enough more. for like, yeah, for like a whole thing. But it's all good because yeah, this was like two thirty three p.m. and we had a a, a dinner dining reservation um, in Tokyo, which we will talk about in like a couple minutes at six. So I didn't mm. want to ruin the dinner that was we, I could go all all out on with some of this festival cart food. I just looked it up and the kiosk you went to was called La Isla Fresca. Which I've, they've had this one before because I remember it from last year. But my mom wanted to get the shrimp skewer with rice and coconut lime sauce, which sounds delightful. That does sound delicious. So they were out of shrimp, which, bummer. But you had Jamaican braised beef with pigeon pea rice and micro cilantro. Fancy. Yeah, a.k.a. meat and rice and some green stuff on it. Well, sure. But it tasted good. Yeah. It tasted very, very good. So then after that... We were waiting for the rest of, of Zara's family to get to the park. So We the, walked to Canada. We did. So, yeah. So, we walked to Canada. We watched the Canada 300, the Canada 360 Vision um, video. It stars Martin Short. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he just kind of like talks about Canada. He, like, is kind of funny. Yeah. Well, he I was mean, funny back in, like, the 90s. I won't say this is, like, a must. We definitely don't do it every trip. This isn't, like, a must-see movie or whatever. Like, I think the China one is better. They also have a Circle Vision 360, and they actually update that more often. This one hasn't been updated in a while. And the French one is kind of fun, too. You actually you get to sit down in that one, whereas this one you just have to lean but, but we had been we just s- needed to sitting kill time. down from so much. Yeah. Yeah. So if you just really love the three amigos and you love Martin Short, then you'll probably love this. Um, but yes, yes. So like it, I mean, it does it's have solid. very nice there Visa is no Canada. Line. Yeah, no weight. Um, and yeah, so we just love walking through all of the different countries. And this is like a good little attraction. We also looked at Canada's beautiful gardens. They ha- Right when you walk in, um, if you walk in through the back near Victoria and Albert, you walk by their lush like floral gardens. And those are very beautiful. And then you walk like under by the waterfall. And, that, and underneath that is where you... Um, the entrance to where the Circle Vision movie is at. Yeah. So, so yeah. So then we just kept look, uh, looking through some different countries, and we got to our first actual ride attraction was Soren. Oh, my gosh. Glorious. Which is the ultimate Epcot ride. Um, we met up with the rest of my family over there. Yeah. And, and this was only, right, our second time to do it since the new update. Second or th- – okay, I think probably it was our third. third probably Because we third. did it at Disneyland – then last year at spring break, and then okay. this year at spring break. Yeah. So if you haven't been to Disney World in like two years, um, which I'm sure not everyone gets to do because um, they don't have the Mima connections, 
Um, Soren, which is a great ride, updated and got a lot of new stuff. Some people are haters, and I don't understand it. Um, it's still great. Because they think the transitions, they don't like those, like, silly transitions. Well, yeah, so so basically Soren is... This idea that you are taking this like virtual reality ride through different parts of the world, and like so, on a plane or a hang glider, basically. Yeah. And so there is this. So let's say there is this one where you are at Antarctica, and all of a sudden you see some polar bears, and you're flying over some polar bears, and then like a polar bear like jumps right into the water, and obviously that wasn't fully real. Right. There was like some and then CGI like the, like the polar scene, bear stuff. The scene changes and then you're like immediately or like a whale jumps and a big yeah. splash happens. Yeah. And then, you know, you're but somewhere else. It looks cool, though. It looks very cool. So there are some Disney stomps who hate it. Oh, well, we like it. So, yeah, it used to be soaring over California and they just had California scenes and now they changed it to soaring over the world. And there's scenes from all over. So you have like. Germany with like the new Schwashing Castle and you have there's the Taj, Mahal. the Taj Mahal there's one in Africa with some elephants there's the polar bears yeah. like you said yeah there is a lot I don't want to like ruin stuff oh, but sorry but it is a great ride it's and they have more smells than they had last time which is the best part yes correct and yeah it's definitely our favorite ride right at Epcot? I think so. Okay. Yeah. One of these days, since we need more ideas, we ha- have obviously done our top five just overall Disney attractions. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking we do top five attractions at each park. Ooh, that could be cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So we did that with my whole family, which is super fun. We had a fast pass, um, which oh, makes which, it. Which, which you is need a, a fast pass. For Soren, you have to have one. Well, yeah. That's one of the sad things about going at spring break. Our amount of rides that we did. Is much less than we like. Normally could have done. Yeah, just because there's nothing, so much. Almost nothing is walk-on. Yeah. Like, everything's going to have a weight besides, like, the, the videos or whatever. I know. Because actually one of the ultimate sad things about this trip, even though I said Splash Mountain was my favorite Disney ride, I didn't ride it this year. Um, so depressing. I'm not sad about that. because So depressing. Zara doesn't me. like it, but me and her cousin Hunter normally go... And we were just doing so much stuff, and and I met up with a friend one night, which was still great. Um, and so I didn't have the opportunity because I was not a, about to wait in a two hour long line for no. for, for Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. But oh well, it's still good. Oh well. After that, I'm pretty sure we got out of there because we had to walk all around the countries to make it to our dinner reservation. Yes, we did. So we didn't really stop and look at too much. We just kind of walked from. Uh, the land all the way over to Japan, which is where we had dinner reservations at Tokyo Dining. Yes. Which is connected to the Hibachi Teppanito place. Yeah. Like they're in the same location. Teppanito is just um, the Hibachi style where you sit around the like stovetop. And then Tokyo Dining is just like sit down. And they they bring you out the food to your table. Yo, and yeah, so it was very, very good. I love sushi. Um, I actually, random story, my first job ever, I was the worst waiter ever at a Japanese restaurant. Um, So sushi is delicious. I love it. Um, And so this menu is more authentic, but you can still find some good stuff. So if you do love sushi, great place for you. If you don't, they got some good tempura chicken. They got chick- chicken and rice. They they got yeah, a lot so of, I of a good options. Don't like sushi at all. So I got the teriyaki butter chicken, and it was very good. Um, it was just like t- chicken with like a few vegetables, like asparagus and cauliflower, like grilled vegetables, and then um, just some white steamed rice as well. And it was very good. Yeah. So I got um, well. One, I ordered some miso soup. And I don't know if I'm just like a noob, but normally whenever you order miso soup, it's like this like this dark broth. And I ordered it and it was light broth and it had carrots and to and like tofu and celery in it and, and potatoes. It tasted really good, but it was not the miso soup that I was used to. Huh. Um, so I, I got that two different sushi rolls. Um, a salmon and a, and a tuna and it had, you know, it was like spicy and had all of that stuff. Then I got a piece of eel and something else. Oh yeah. Yellowtail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Which one of them you said was pretty fishy? I think it was the yellowtail. Yeah, very fishy. But it, it, it's all good. Yeah, so it, then... It was still delicious. My whole family had dinner. Good experience. Definitely recommend it if you like Asian food or sushi for sure. Well, yeah, this was the first time I had ever eaten at, like, in Tokyo. I have never eaten at the Hibachi place, and I've never been here. Um, so, yeah, and I love just trying new things and, and eating at different restaurants. So this was great. Yeah. Top, so, top notch. Good. Yeah. So then we kind of made our way around the rest of the countries from Japan, like all the way up to Mexico. Uh, we were trying to make some like other fast pass we had. Uh, so we didn't really stop and like look a whole bunch uh, at different stuff. Well, yeah, that's because your aunt. So some of your family had spaceship. No, sorry. Had mission, mission space, space, which we hate. Like, like, yo, I cannot do those G forces. Um, even so they have it on two different levels. They have the green easy level and then they have the orange hard level and orange. I can't even imagine cause green, I have like a claustrophobic meltdown cause I feel like I can't breathe cause there's all this pressure pushing on my chest and I d- I've done it one time in the past four or five years. I didn't like it either. In a abort mission. Yeah. It's going to be really sad whenever that thing is Guardians of the Galaxy themed, and I'm going to want to do it, and I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. Mission Space isn't Guardians themed. They're building that whole new Guardians roller coaster. Wait, no, but but, but I thought they were doing like another makeover for that, right? They they already did it. It's called Mission Space Relaunch, and they just oh, like wait what they just like redid the missions. Really? Yeah, they're oh. not like Guardians or anything. I'm such though. a Disney mo- noob. No, you're fine. Oh well, we don't ride that ride, so it's yeah, okay. You're right. But instead, we did ride Spaceship Earth, Which a.k.a. Is a the Big Ball. The Big Ball. So if you don't, yeah, if, you're, if your Disney knowledge is pretty low, you probably just call it the Big Ball. It's fine. We or had at a, least we that's had a, what I called it growing up. We had a fast pass for it, so we enjoyed doing that. Yeah, they need to update it just like a tiny, tiny bit. But oh, overall, relaxing ride. Me so and relaxing. you rode it twice. We laugh both times whenever you are at the very end. Um, as you are going into the part where you click on your, your screen and like pick your different options, you start moving backwards. Yes. And the lady um, warns you, you are about to move backwards. Just be careful. For your time travel transport to return to Earth, you, you will be slowly rotating backwards. And it is the slowest rotation ever going backwards. And Me- there's like m- several other rides. Meanwhile, you ride yeah. Haunted Mansion and that thing like jerks you backwards. Or like and even in no the warning. Frozen ride, it goes backwards yeah. and they don't warn you. Yeah. It just cracks me up that there's like a warning that you're going backwards as if somebody's going to be freaking, freaking out. Freaking out, yeah. And think that it's not part of the ride. But yeah, so we did Spaceship Earth and then we watched Illuminations. We did. We walked around the countries a little bit. Yeah. And then we walked or watched Illuminations. So you don't need to like... Unless you've, like, never seen it before and you really want a good spot, you don't need to, like, line up an hour in advance for this. Like, Oh, please don't because hot take, Illuminations is not good. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just being uh, on, I'm just being honest. I won't go that far. We, we watched every nighttime show at the parks. Um, okay, except for the Magic King, Kingdom one. But, but we know th- that that one is great. We know it's good. And Epcot yeah. is by far the worst. Agreed. Yeah, this one is the oldest one, I guess. Yeah. Because they have new stuff at Hollywood Studios. But yeah, it's like 20 years old. And I think they never thought it would be here this long. And hopefully within the next couple of years, it will get well, yeah, a... Yeah, so there are definitely some, some rumors, rumors yeah. that, they are, that they are updating it. Yeah. And I'm not the biggest firework guy. I mean, like, you love fireworks. I do. So, I love them. So I know that you enjoy Illuminations more than I do. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't seen it in probably five years. So it was good for me to watch it um, and to kind of have that memory before it leaves. Because as soon as it leaves, honestly, I... I yeah, I won't be sad or anything. It's not like Wishes. Well, no, I would have been sad like if I hadn't have uh, seen it, whereas mm-hmm. Wishes, we got to watch it like mm-hmm. one last time, which was great. Yeah. So we stood in England right behind Winnie the Pooh, actually. Yeah. And had a fine vantage point. I uh, took this cool – I also po- I also posted this, but I did this cool time-lapse video. That actually was cool. Um, of the fireworks where I like held my phone up for a solid five minutes and it made it a seven-second video, like time-lapse video of the firework f- finale. It was actually pretty dope. So then 
Actually, before the rest of my family left, before Illuminations, we did have some dessert. We had we shared some honey mascarpone cheesecake from the Honey Bee. Oh, I forgot about that. So there's a new cart this year called the Honey Bistro, and they had this honey mascarpone cheesecake uh, with honey drizzled on it. Yeah, and we all got like three, one bite, maybe two bites, because it was like a super small little piece of cheesecake, but. It was delicious, and I highly recommend it. It was super, super, super good. So then after Illuminations, we were part of the huge, huge, huge mass exodus of everyone leaving Epcot because everything's closed. Yeah. And it totally sucks, but what can you do? And so we hopped on the monorail because we were trying to get to the Magic Kingdom, and we kind of forgot this, but it made sense. There's not a direct monorail to the Magic Kingdom from uh, Epcot, you have to stop at the Ticket Transportation Center, get off, walk all the way down and around to get on a separate monorail to go to the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Which totally sucked because, like, a ton of other people were doing the same thing, and it was just, like, such a long line. But got to do what you got to do. So we finally get to Magic Kingdom. Because Magic Kingdom is open later than all of the yes. other parks. Thank God. Because when we first were looking, we thought it wasn't. But usually every night, it was either open until like midnight or one night, 1 a.m., which yes. was awesome. So like three weeks before our trip, it was really only open to like 9 or 10 p.m. And then they released the extended hours, which just made our whole trip that much better. Mm-hmm. Because it would have been really sad if... Every night, everything was closed yes. at like 9 or 10. Because that would have sucked. Pro, pro tip, if you are going to Disney World during pack times like spring break... You have to stay out late You to have do to anything. either stay up late or get there really early, like whenever it opens. If you go there from like 10.30 un, uh, until 8, you're not going to ride a lot of stuff. Like it would be so much better if you got there at 8 a.m., went until noon, went back to, to the hotel... Or went to Disney Springs or nap. something... Got back there from 8 p.m. until midnight. You would ride more and stuff. And you would ride more stuff. It's true. Yeah, so we got there. The rest of my family, I think, didn't want to hang out that night. My hunter had just... My oh, hunter. Oh, my gosh. My cousin had just gotten back wild. from a trip literally the day before from London and Paris. His school took, like, a school spring break trip. Yeah. Um, And so he was, like, totally jet-lagged. Had no idea what time it was. Like, his body was all messed up because he had just, like flown on a huge plane, slept for a few hours, got on another plane to Mm -hmm. Florida. So that was crazy. So he went back to go to sleep, and me and Michael just went around, and we did stuff by ourselves, which we got to do a pretty good amount of stuff. We did Haunted Mansion, which is one of our favorites, a classic. Oh, yeah. Must do every trip. We did Small World, and... We did The Little Mermaid. Which, which that's if pretty you much are one of those people, on. oh my gosh, there are some times where the line for, for The Little Mermaid is over an hour long. Don't do it, guys. Don't. Just go at 11 p.m. And there will be and no it's wait. immediate walk-on. Walk-on. There is zero wait. Zero. So we, we did that. We did Winnie the Pooh. Oh, yeah, we did. And then we did Peter Pan. And normally Peter Pan, oh, sorry, wait, no, I skipped a very important one. Enchanted Tales with Belle. Enchanted Tales with Belle. I have only done this one time during our honeymoon, I think. I think so. Um, and it was very, very cool doing it our first time. But for some reason, this one also always has a long line. Yeah, it does. And so it's never just been on top of my priority list. But I went into this trip wanting to do it because yeah. I had only done it that one time. Yeah, so it was open late with along with everything else. So we... Just decided to to go for it. Yeah. And we waited for maybe 10 or 15 minutes. So this is like an interactive. It's not a ride. It's like an experience, basically yeah. like a character experience. And so you get chosen to be part of the story, basically. And Michael got chosen to be a knight in shining armor. Yes, I was. A.K.A. I hold this. I, I hold <laughs> this piece of cardboard that looks like the helmet of a knight. Like and it, pretend to be a knight and, I and just stand stomp still. around. Or, and, and then yeah. whenever Lumiere, which by the way, so so what is so cool, well, Disney, one, it, it's just magical, but they have this candlestick Lumiere and the dude is moving and talking and he looks real. The characters that you get to interact with, yeah, that one's really cool. It's and insane. the other one is like the chest of drawers. Yes. Um, you see her in the room before when they're like giving out parts to play, and she is very like active and moves around, which is very cool. 
Um, like, yeah, if like you have kids, young kids, they they will totally love this. Like, it's so fun. Definitely. So, so yeah. So I got to be one of the um, suits of armor, which was fantastic, mm-hmm. and I just like. Um, did some little marching things. Got my picture taken with Belle. Yeah. So if you're in the story slash pretty much anyone can like get in line to, to meet with her. But they at the end, they like give you a photo opportunity basically to take your picture with Belle, which yeah. is good. Yeah. And by far the best moment of my whole night, probably maybe of the whole trip, <gasps> was at the end of, of uh, my performance as a knight in armor. Um, one of the little girls who 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 was one of the characters looks up at me and and it says, "Hey, just so you know, you did a great job." And I'm like, "Little girl, you just made my whole <laughs> night. Man, my my acting prowess surely did come out." And so, so good. I was I was so good that the six year old girl in front of me gave me a compliment. It's awesome. Disney magic right there. Right there. Well, yeah. So then after that, as as we are 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 leaving, the I Peter Pan wait you. line. I convinced you to do it. Was under 30 minutes long. And so we had to do it. Yeah. Because usually this is like the most sought after ride in Fantasyland, basically. Like you usually cannot get in under like an hour plus wait. Yeah. Like at, an, at pretty much any time practically. Uh, so it's worth it to wait like late at night if you don't have a fast pass, which at that time we didn't have a fast pass. And even pass. getting fast passes is, is hard. Is very hard to do. Yes. So we had not done the new interactive queue yet. So if you're just in the normal standby line, they put in this whole new queue line, which basically you go through like Wendy's house and it's like her room and they have like these little interactive things where you see Tinkerbell like flying around the room and like you play with this like shadow thing and you just kind of walk through their house and it was nice. Like it was, I mean, I could see how it would be more entertaining than just like a normal line. Like they had things to like look at and do. So we did that. And then we did Peter Pan, which is always of course a magical experience. So magical later, maybe next episode, we will tell you a hysterical hilarious story story that happened the other time that we rode peter pan but yeah so this was just a great way to cap off our first date at disney world we also capped it off with a midnight snack yes at our like we if you listen to uh one of our previous episodes our favorite quick service restaurant which is casey's corner um it was like a midnight Chili cheese fry experience. Yeah, so normally we get corn dog nuggets there, which we do love, and we did have some later. Which is like miniature corn dogs, so good, just like that are like the size of a um, like 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 a popcorn chicken. Yeah, yeah, from yeah. Sonic. Um, yeah, but they had some chili cheese fries. Um, so nothing like waking up at six thirty in <laughs> in the morning, driving five hours, <laughs> then spending eight hours at the park. And ending off that experience eating chili cheese fries. And it was like kind of cold too. Yeah. So it was like they were like nice and hot little french fries. Oh, it was yeah. so good. So good. And you have like this nice view of the castle. It was great. Yeah. So then we got back, got back at our hotel at like 1 a.m. Went to sleep. Went ready to sleep. Ready for a new day. Then the next day we went to Animal Kingdom. But guess what? We have gone on so long. I thought we were going to get two days worth in in this podcast. And just so many magical moments happened that we are going to hit pause on our trip recap and um, just continue off with, with the episode. So, so this could be like a two or, or, a three. or, or three-part yeah. trip report. We'll see what happens. We are going Maybe to be, we'll just put out some extra episodes. Who knows? Well, yeah. So we might just do that. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, so for our marriage moment... We went to Disney. <laughs> we didn't. We just got back, so we didn't really do a whole lot since we got back. But our marriage moment, we went to Disney World. Yeah, so we try to have our podcast episodes be three-part because everyone loves threes, and that is where we talk about our main topic. We then have a marriage moment where Which we— kind of just we, like stuff that's going on in our lives or what we did that week or something we did together. Correct, because this is called Married with Mouse Ears. And then number three, we do a segment called Zero the Hero, where we talk about something that we are really into in pop culture or just in our lives, and that is our hero. And then our zero is something that we are out on, something that bad happened to us this week or something bad in like pop culture that is going on um, that we just need to just vent about for a couple of minutes. All right. So let's move on to Zero the Hero. All right. Zero the Hero. Just like that. All right, Zara, so what is your hero for this week? 
So we just saw this yesterday. I've been waiting on pins and needles, anticipating to see this movie because it's Disney's big like spring break movie release. Yeah. And we saw A Wrinkle in Time finally. Finally. So the main thing I was excited about, I guess, is that it had Oprah, Mindy Kaling, and Reese Witherspoon, two of like the most awesome women in Hollywood. Two of or I mean, sorry, three, three of. of. That's All what right. I meant. I'm like, wait, who is <laughs> she just, saying is not awesome? Is no, it Oprah? No, no. Is it Reese? No, I'm is sorry. Is it Mindy? I meant three. All right. They were all three awesome. And I was super excited to see them all like acting together in the same movie. And their costume uh, designs were just amazing. That was honestly probably my most favorite part. I want to like, ha- I want to get the DVD so I can see all the like behind the scenes costume information on them. Yeah. And like, I want to, I want those costumes to be in the parks next year for me to look at. Like, I want like, I want to see all of them. Yo, those costumes are wild. So they play, so if you guys don't know, this is based on a book by Madeline LaEngle. I read it in probably like either middle school or high school. So it's been a while. I definitely want to reread it to see how it compares to the movie, but it's about a young girl whose father is a scientist and he gets basically lost in the universe because he does this crazy science stuff and figures out he can like travel with his mind because of electrons and neurons and who even knows why. But so the young girl's very sad. Um, her name's Meg. She, it's been four years since her father disappeared and she's uh, missing him and doesn't know if he's even alive and, or why he left or how he left. And she uh, has a younger brother as well, and they kind of wish to find their father. And so these three um, supernatural beings show up into their lives and help them go on a quest to find their father in the universe, basically. And so to me, I wanted more of the misses. Misses, which, what's it, and who. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It didn't have enough of them for me. Like, I could have had a ton more of them because I think they're awesome, and I loved their interactions with Meg and Charles Well, like, you read this book. Do you remember this? this? See, I don't remember enough, like, solid details to remember, like, how much interaction that they played. Yeah. Um, Like, I just remembered kind of the basic storyline. So it was very interesting. Whenever this movie trailer dropped... I thought it was going to be one of the best Disney movies of the year. And so I was being super, like, hyped up for it. Well, it doesn't be like Black Panther. And then people started hating it so much and, and just saying what a train wreck it was and what? just wasn't very good. They compared it to Tomorrowland, okay, that it's George not Clooney that movie no. from, like, four years ago. It's so, not that bad. So I went into it with such low expectations that I ended up really enjoying it. Okay, that's good. Yeah. I mean, it's an enjoyable story. It really, uh, the themes deal with... Um, Self-esteem and just, like, mm-hmm. learning to accept yourself and love yourself, accept your faults. Like, for, like, a young girl, I could see how this would be really great, like, very empowering of, like, being brave and, like, conquering your fears and just, like, overcoming, like, bullies and just, like, different things that life throws at you and just learning to trust in yourself, believe in yourself, and, like, know that you are enough pretty much. And so it had a really great message um, just a very like positive, uplifting movie that again, like the scenes were beautiful, and um, if you enjoy beautiful costumes, then you will enjoy this movie. Boom! All right, so my hero for this week is this random TV show. So obviously, I didn't get to watch any TV or movies from this past week except for Wrinkle in Time. And for those of you who are new, I love movies. There have been twelve weeks in 2018 so far. I've already <laughs> seen 18 movies in 12 weeks in theaters. Does that include Wrinkle? Um, yes. Okay. But that does not include me seeing Black Panther two times. Okay. So and gotcha. and Annihilation two times. So yeah. so really, I've gone to the theaters. <laughs> 20 times. Sometimes Michael will see a movie with like his guy friends first and then he'll tell me if I'll like it or not. Yeah. And then he'll see it with me like the next day or like a few days later. Yeah. Or yeah. So I have like my movie squad, Aaron and, and Joaquin, and we will go on a Thursday night or on a Friday Friday morning morning because Mm -hmm. we have off on Fridays. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I'll see a movie with you like Friday night or Saturday night during the normal weekend. Sometimes you'll go two in one day. Yeah, you could. Exactly. You very well could. So, um, 
Yeah, so we did see A Wrinkle in Time. But there is this show on Amazon called Absentia that I have started watching. I'm only two episodes in, so I don't want to fully declare that this is like a hero, hero, hero. But it has Kate Beckett from Castle. All right. Oh, yeah, you. I think you mentioned Which this we to talked me. about that show on our Mount Rushmore's ep- episode, like two or three episodes mm-hmm. ago. Love Kate. Um, and I saw that she that that this actress was in this new called called Absentia. So I started watching it, and it kind of Did you deals. See it's on Hulu. It is actually Am- on Amazon Am- Prime. On, on Amazon so Prime. So it's like a Prime exclusive. Yes. Okay. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can actually act. act access all of these movies and TV shows. I don't know if people know that, but but you can. And there is some good stuff. Um, speak about good stuff. Sneaky Pete Season 2, the best Amazon Prime show, is about to have a second season. Sorry. Hmm. Um, so, Absentia. A lot of people like The Marvelous Miss Maisel, too. I haven't watched which it. Which I've seen like one and a half episodes, which yeah. I liked it. I, I'll need to get back into it. I liked it. Yeah. Um, so, basically, um, this lady, a.k.a. Kate, Kate Beckett is an FBI agent. We don't know the actress's real name. We forgot. I forgot. Oh. Sta- I think her name's Stasia or St- Stana. Stana Kotick. What the? That's it. Great job, Zara. That's the one. What a memory. Yes. Okay. Stana Kotick. Great job. Um, and she is this FBI agent, and it starts off with her being um, in like this box of water, and basically she she has been kidnapped. And her husband is trying to rescue her and ends up she has been kidnapped for four years oh my and been tortured this whole time, which is kind of a plot line hmm. in Castle. Sort of. Was like Kate does get kidnapped. Uh-huh. And, so, and they get in like weird situations. Yeah. yeah. And so it was very interesting. But then the plot twist, um, I'm not ruining anything. If you read the IMDb summary, it says this, is that so it seems like she has been gone for four years, but somehow she becomes the prime suspect in like these like serial killings that have been going on. She's the suspect? And so people are like, wait, have you really been captured or are you just tricking us and you really have been on, huh. on the loose for four years and now you've like been tricking us? So was it too hardcore? Like would I enjoy it? Um, I don't. I think that actually, yes, you would enjoy it. So mm. I um, I have, again, only seen two episodes, no nudity, and I don't really think that there's a lot of F-bombs. Mm. So, and those are two big uh, things that you no don't knows. enjoy or, yeah, that you don't, don't like. don't like them. So, um, yeah, so I will probably update everybody in like two weeks or so mm-hmm. after I have watched more of these episodes. Okay. That's good. Yeah. So do you have a zero for for this week? My zero is just being forced to go back to work after a fun vacation. Let's be honest. That is probably ev- ev- everyone's zero on Monday. Was, yeah, after spring break. Yeah. yeah. So we got back pretty late Saturday night um, after actually going to a friend's engagement party. Yeah. Shout out to Hunter and Audrey for just Shout getting out. engaged. Yes, exactly. I know that they don't listen to this podcast, but, but oh well. That It's fine. Uh, we drove all the way straight from Florida just to go to their engagement party. <gasps> yes, we did. Party. And it was worth it. It was worth it. And then the next morning, well, afternoon, I had to go straight to work on a Sunday. It was rough. rough. But uh, that's that's the retail life. But that's fine. It's not That's not too big of a zero. It's, it's okay. And then my zero for this week is a TV show, The Walking Dead. You used to love this show. I did. I ser- Seriously, me and my brother Jacob were the first people on this bandwagon. We watched the first season like live. Like We, mm-hmm. we love this TV show. I have been hooked from the beginning. And if you watch this show, you know that the past two seasons have just been um, kind of hard to watch. It has evolved into hate watching. Well, it just sounds where like I watch very it and I hate that I'm watching repetitive. it. Repetitive. Like, I'm like, how I do they... Still Watch How it. do they like find new plot lines? And, like I think it's the same thing. And the creators and producers of the show try like doing all of these suspenseful things and like leaving all 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 of these plot twists, killing off people. Yes, sure, but it's not so much killing off people. I'm cool with them killing off people. I just want it to mean something, and it's not. I this is such a zero that I didn't see this on the Sunday that we left for spring break. And I didn't see it on the Sunday that we got back from spring break. I'm two episodes behind. This hasn't happened to me in and you're six not sad. years. Yeah. I've never just like gone this long without watching Sometimes an episode. Sometimes he forces me to watch it because he wanted to watch it live. Yes. And I'm like, ugh. And that is not the case right now. Mm-hmm. So it's going to just be something where I might just let a few <gasps> episodes like stockpile up. And then I will just watch them. Actually, my friend Aaron, who I see all of these movies with, also loves this 
Well, he does. actually, Aaron and Joaquin. So yeah, you the guys three all of talk us about love it. love the show. And Aaron said, "Dude, you dude, you can honestly just skip one of those episodes. Like nothing happens." And so I'm like, "How can you just skip one of the best? Like more people watch th- this show than hardly any other TV show." And uh, I don't know. So that's definitely my zero. I'm sad. I don't think that, that they can resurrect it. I think it just needs to end. And I'm hoping that they do it in a good way. Because hmm. this show was too good for like four years. Womp womp. Womp womp womp. Uh, all right. Well, that is our first day, day one <laughs> trip report. Um, hopefully these will go quicker. But we just love talking and, and reminiscing on our magical, magical times. It's so fun. So, yeah, so if you want to DM us or if you just want to comment on some of our pictures, we'll be posting like once or twice a day. Michael did start something kind of new and fun. I'm starting up a new phenomenon called called Zoom Zoom Tuesdays. <laughs> Zoom Zoom Tuesday. I think other people do this, but we but just took a lot of pictures. But nobody does it to the level that we are going to. It's, so it's very fun. So we posted our, our first one today, the day we're, we're recording. Yeah. So look on our Instagram and go see that. And we'll be posting another one next week. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. So Zoom Zooms are these little plush collectible toys, which this is kind of fading out, but oh well. And they really cost four or five bucks. And so we'll get them for past three, four years. We have been collecting them. People Slash, give them to yeah, us like for, for like Christmas birthdays, or Christ- birthdays. Yeah. Um, and so we have this huge collection. I only brought like half, half of them. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but I probably, yeah, took 20 plus pictures with Zooms at different it was so fun. locations at Disney World. I found it was like slightly annoying as well. No. But mostly fun. Okay. Annoying for you. It became like one of my favorite Obsession. projects, yeah. obsessions at yeah. Disney. You, like, and I'm had so to do proud it. of it. Okay. Well, look forward to those pictures, guys. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. So comment, DM us, give us a rating or review on, on iTunes if you can figure that out. Yeah. Uh, but I know it's confusing. All right. Thanks for listening. All right. Peace. Bye. Like Tarzan and Jane, girl, you'll be in my heart. I will fight Jafar with all the Robin Hood starts. Beat the crook, Captain Hook, and any evil that embarks. If baby starts to leave his mark, I'll send him to a pit so dark you can't see light. Oh, come here, my Snow White, to have a princess for a wife. Yeah, that'd be all right. Chilling up in the castle all day and night. Girl, you're in the middle of my circle of life.